It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action. Off we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Uh, big stuff on the uh, podcast today, as always. Uh, a lot of talk about dongs. There's a lot of dong uh, conversation today. Uh, also talk about a woman and her terrifying story about an upset tummy after a one-night stand. Um, dude tries to spice up his sex life and he kills his own libido while he's at it. This is a... Fucking weird story, man. I didn't even know that they made sex toys for stuff like this, but they do. And then we'll wrap up the podcast. Things you can do to ensure possibly a round two twice in one day. What is this, Miami? Oh, it's easy. All you need is uh, Gatorade to roll back the clock 15 years. (laughs) Eight hours worth of sleep. (laughs) Right. Uh, Let's begin. Let's begin with our update here. Uh, Every week for the past couple of weeks, we've had uh, stories about the adult diaper spa, the adult daycare in New Hampshire. Yeah, we found out that it opened in a teeny tiny town where there's no possible way nobody knew what it was, and then everyone found out what it was and got really fucking mad about it. 7,000 people live in this town. A woman has requested a zoning permit to run the adult diaper spa out out of her home. And our latest update, that permit has been denied. Of course. It seems that a spa that would cater to adults who wear diapers and act like children um, isn't something that appeals to the board here in this small town. Well, you see, Jason, it's just small town politics keeping this lady down. That's funny. They say citing concerns over traffic. Huh? Gross. And, and property values <laughs> as we talked about it the first time you don't want something like this in your neighborhood much like a strip joint a tattoo parlor or a vape shop or a cricket wireless this is something you don't want in your neighborhood because hey, it just pounds your property value what do you think an adult diaper spa next door does to your property like 30 percent, 35 percent, just right off the, the top the same thing that the rest of the business i just told you did uh, the neighborhood has spoken out against the businesses, uh, the business, and it appears now they are getting their way. Uh, the first of many penis stories here today: a gallery owner in the UK is offering penis amnesty um, for the vandals who broke into his art gallery and took the penis off of a beloved statue. No, well, they cut it off. Chisel it off? Well, it's kind of like, I uh, remember Goonies when the when the, oh, yeah. the the statue fell off of the end table and the penis... That's my mom's favorite part. You glued it on upside down. He'll be pissing in his own face. <laughs> uh, the man made the plea that someone please returns the penis. Um, oh, no. It says he made a plea for the return of the goods, but instead of... Uh, the stolen family jewels, he received a large box of unrelated sculpted genitals. <laughs> Will any of these fit the bill? man who runs the art gallery said he doesn't mind being swamped with dongs for statues, but added he knew that these were fake because they look just like clay. He said, I haven't bitten him. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I mean, I haven't bitten into them or anything, but I think they're just simply clay molds of penises. 
<laughs> hey, that's a weird way to test if it's the real McCoy, but all right. Uh, he would like the real penis for the real, you know, the statue. Uh, he says, I think they probably should. Uh, he does ask that you please stop sending unsolicited boxes of penises to people. That's quite inhospitable, he says. Hilarious, though. Here's a nightmare. Oh, here, 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 here. Wait, let me do that. Well, one more penis story. Let's do this really quick. I don't know why this is so funny, but this is hilarious. We could have talked about this on the terrestrial show and cleaned it up just a little bit, but I think you have to have, I think you have to be able to use the words to make this story really hit home. A rancher in Wyoming um, has a neighbor. Uh, that neighbor allowed his cows to walk across his land. I guess it's some uh, sort of a crime. We've seen, uh, you know, the, the things that go on out west there. Well, I mean, cows also leave cow patties. They eat your stuff. Well, he decided in an attempt to keep the rancher from allowing his cows to roam about his land, this, uh, this man says, you know what? I have to do something. So he's bleached dicks onto the hides of nearly 200 cows. I don't know if he's doing it with a brush or if he's doing it with a spray bottle, but now there are 200 cattle walking around with dongs bleached into their fur. That's pretty fun. It says, Patrick Sean Carroll and his son, (laughs) Talker, bleached dicks, have been charged with destruction of property after the incident. Well, Well, the the cows are still fine. Yeah, I think the cows are fine, right? Uh, it could conceivably cost the rancher tens of thousands of dollars in damages. How? Oh, because auction buyers were scared off by the large <laughs> dogs <laughs> bleached into the side of the cow. <laughs> I'm going to ask for a bit of a discount off the top. It's estimated that every one of the cows of the 200 animals is worth $2,600 less after the vandalism. Yikes. Because of the dicks that have been uh, bleached into the side of these cows. <laughs> And if they are found guilty, 10 years in prison and $10,000 in fines. Man, they don't fuck around. Wow. I assure you these bleached dicks will not affect the taste of the beef. Now, here's a scary story. A woman shares her story that uh, well, she had to blame it on the dog. A woman says, uh, back in the olden days, mm-hmm. when she was uh, a little... Looser, as some would say. Oh, she liked to get around a little bit. She said she have wo- some fun. Said she woke up in the middle of the night with a terrible stomach ache at three a.m. She says, "I wake up in the middle of the night. I feel horrible. My stomach is in shambles. I know that I need to throw up. I know that I have food poisoning." Hey, that feeling of being woken up by the fact you need to puke mm-hmm. could be one of the worst feelings ever. Because you can't calm it. And it takes you a minute to understand what's happening. You're like, uh, you kind of moan yourself awake and you think, oh, fuck, I know what this is. She also then realizes she had an unfortunate incident. It was the first night that she'd ever spent with this man. Okay. Oh, she had oopsies in bed? She said, well, I tell you, my whole life flashed before my eyes. This was beyond anything I ever thought was possible. Certainly not something I thought could happen to me. She said, there's no recovering from this. She said she left her boyfriend sleeping while she got sick in the bathroom. She took a shower and then left to buy medicine. When she got back to the house... I this guy slept through all of it. Yeah, no. She got back to the house. She was going over what she was going to say to the man when he woke up. <laughs> but then I remembered the dog. She said, I'm not proud of this, but there was no other choice. I looked at him and I made the decision. 
Said she put the dog in bed, pretended like she had just walked in. She told her boyfriend that the dog got sick while they were sleeping, and her, <laughs> her the dog had shit in the bed. <laughs> she said that the man then got up, stripped the bed, washed the bedding, even gave the dog a bath. All the while, knowing that she was the one who shit the bed, the woman even admit that she does. She admits that she deserves an Oscar for her performance. She does say... Hey, uh, he doesn't want to know why she's freshly cleaned, why... She said, I swore I'd take this story to the grave, but here we are, she says in the video. Good news about the dude. Hey, the dog's like, what the fuck? Yeah, why am I in trouble? That's the lady. That's the lady that shit in your bed, fella. Uh, the good news is that the man that she was uh, went home with that night uh, eventually became her fiance. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that, I guess that would have been the last day I ever saw that man. It all win. It all ends uh, well. He would have woke up with shit in his bed and no lady there. This is a crazy story because I didn't know that this was a thing. Um, this is a simple enough story. Anybody who's been in a relationship for a long, uh, any length of time knows that sometimes the sex gets stale, right? Sometimes you got to spice it up. You got to liven it up. You got to make things interesting. Sometimes you suggest something and it's totally ignored and then it, nothing happens. When a couple uh, were on the same page, they both admitted that their sex life had gotten really stale and boring. They decided to change it up a little bit. How do you come to that realization together? You're like, this isn't working for you, is it? Usually one person, it's usually a very one-sided. Guy and his girlfriend were talking about things they might be able to change to spice things up, so they decided to introduce a, um, a penis sleeve. A what? A penis sleeve. Is this that thing they had where it's like a? it looks like a rubber dick that you put over your own dick and it makes your dick enormous? That's what it is. Oh, my goodness. Another lucky hey, guess from Warren Clark. <laughs> hey, well, what is the, uh, that one of those? No. I'm just I'm no, spitballing I mean, here. That, no, I just I I remember seeing an ad from uh -huh. back in the day, and as a young man, I didn't understand why you would need one of those. Mm -hmm. Then I found out you know, that not everybody has what I have, so maybe. Mm -hmm. and it's for guys, short kings, I guess. Thin kings. Um. He I, I don't understand what the point of it is if you're a regular fellow, though. The guy says he's in no way insecure about the size of his dong, and his girlfriend hasn't had any complaints, but finding a hollowed-out fake wang to cover up his wang seemed like the ticket to give her something to, uh, you know, strut around about. I don't know. Um, you're like, hear me out. What if my penis was insanely huge, um, comically large? 8.6 inches, to be exact. So that's eight and a half inches is how big his dong is with the with the, the sleeve on it. Problems, however. Why? She's become accustomed to the sleeve. He says he would use it for a bit on her, and it would eventually slip off. Oh, no. Then he started losing his own personal staying power. Then he became put off by how his real-life... Dong felt so much smaller than the prosthetic <laughs> one that they'd been toying with. He looks down. He's like, this, this is pathetic. To the point that his girlfriend had to reassure him that it wasn't him that was the problem. It was the toy. Um, and now after all of this and the mental game that's been going on here, the guy says he's lost his libido entirely. Whoa. So he can't even do it at all because he psyched himself out of the game. Don't mess around with penis sleeves or the devil's plaything. Uh, 
is that maybe one of those things? And I think I heard something about it. Hey, again, a well-educated, worldly man. You're not going to make me feel like I shouldn't know what these things are. Uh-huh. Some people were learning about um, who signed the Magna Carta. That guy, terrible example. Only thing I could think of that wasn't involved in this room right now. The Magnum Carta, more like it. Hey, oh. I gave your mom the Magna Carta. <laughs> All right, things you can be sure. Charlemagne, hey, Charlemagne was his name. Um, wasn't he a radio guy in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, Charlemagne the God. Things you can do to ensure round two. Here we go. You put some quality time and effort into a stellar performance, right? Why, well, as a young man, a repeat performance was almost guaranteed. Then you pick up some hints that she might be ready to go again. What to do, what to do. What do they call that, the refractory period? Yes. Okay. Makes you wonder, is there a way to decrease that time? You know, I think it was on the podcast about a year or two ago. We were talking about the refractory period, and there was a study done that found out that for most men, the refractory period is non-existent if you're about to fuck somebody else. Oh, yeah, if it's new. Yeah, I'm sure. If you have sex with Lady A, and then when you're done, you take like a two-second breather, and there's Lady B right there, then you're ready to go again. Yeah. Yeah, there's always, you know, the excitement of newly conquered ground, right? Yeah, well, also, it puts the onus on them, maybe. You know, hey, I have the ability. It just hasn't been coaxed out of me yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's not me. It's you, clearly. She seemed to make it happen for me. What's the matter with you? Why are you Mm -hmm. the one that's broken? Yep. So how do you do it? Here's what the experts recommend. First of all, you got to know your body. Every dude is different. There's no set time frame on how long it takes you to get back up and running again. And then they, well, then they start in on the things where you really get kicked in the fucking gut. Age, (laughs) arousal and stimulations, hormonal balance, and overall health also play a role. Hey, my body has betrayed me. They say get to know your body and take care of yourself. What if you know your body well enough to know you're this isn't for you? Yo, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Clock it out. Good night. Set expectations. She might be the one that takes your inability to get, you know, back up and at it personally. This is where communication is key. Get on the same page and establish some perimeters so you know what's physically possible so that nobody gets their feelings hurt. Ooh. It was like, well, I used to know a guy. It was like, uh, it was like eight and a half minutes. What about you? I am uh, about much eight, old. And, uh, eight and a half hours of decent mm-hmm. sleep. I'm I think will fix it. I'm a much older man. Things hey. you can do to ensure round two alternative stimulation. Oh no, that's the butthole, isn't it? They say just because you're getting your uh, junk revved up again doesn't mean the action has to stop. Getting proficient in other forms of stimulation can help pass the time. In your refractory period. And it might even help you get to things more quickly. How to ensure a round two break time. Call an intermission period where you both grab a drink or a snack. Binge watch a show. Watch a movie. (laughs) A movie. (laughs) Go about your day. (laughs) Reconvene later in the evening. Maybe go back home to your wife. (laughs) It could be anything. According to them, they said, whatever else you enjoy, then pick up the action where it left off. <laughs> Go out, garden, lay yeah. in the hammock. Yeah, that sounds fairly, you know, standard issue procedure there. To me, round two always said, usually within about an hour to 90 minutes, right? It's not like later on in the day. Hey, this is a great one. Uh, great uh, things you can do to assure round two. Clean up. Grab a shower. 
getting cleaned up is a good way to pass the refractory time, but also um, it's like restoring and renewing your body. Mentally, you're tricking yourself into being ready to go again. Oh. No, no, a health check. You want round two? You better go to the doctor and make sure everything's okay. They say everything in your life will be better when you get into better shape. Go to the doctor on the reg. Get everything checked out. Hit the gym. Move your body. Eat better. All of that will help your sexual recovery situation, they say. Oh, so two-time in the afternoon, guy. This is like a lifestyle I have to commit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the last one, they say. In order for you to be ready to go for round two, keep it fresh. What? What? It says the in-between time can serve as a prime opportunity to introduce something new to your repertoire. Get creative with each other and see what happens. Wouldn't that be kind of offensive? You're like, we just did this and it was really great, but if I want to do it again, we're going to have to try something different. So I'm going to need you to put on this Dumb and Dumber suit. (laughs) Hey, why don't you mix it up? Right. Well, good luck. If it works, yeah, let us know whichever yeah. ones work. I'm going to guess most of them, for the most part, probably not going to work out in your favor. Hey, I there's nothing wrong with doing a hard day's work, clocking out and going home. Yeah. We're going to get back after it tomorrow. Yeah. We'll be back on this chain gang tomorrow night. <laughs> Relax. You probably have something more important you could be doing anyway. There you go. That. Don't forget about that two partners thing I told you about a minute ago. Yeah. There's also that. Yeah. So if you find any of them that work for you, obviously, just let us know. And that uh, there's a podcast for this week. Thanks for uh, coming along for the ride, obviously. Every Tuesday you get a new one. And you can stay up to date all things JLNK. It's real easy. Just head over to JLNKshow.com. We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.